He was actually with us last year on this day just by via Facebook Live. <laughs> so we're we're glad that Brother Near is going to be he's in the area and he thought enough to ask us if um, to come be with us. And I'm thankful for that. I won't be real long tonight, but I want to uh, talk to our hearts for a few minutes. Something that kind of got on my mind. John chapter 14, verse 1. It is a famous scripture for a lot of funerals. We're not having a funeral here tonight. By no means. But uh, I do want to go to these scriptures and talk to us for a moment. Again, I'm so thankful to have Misty and her friend Amber here. and Glad to have Eddie here. and Glad to have everyone that's in the house of the Lord tonight. And again, I appreciate everyone who went and was able to go do some outreach. We're fixing to do a lot more of this. Uh, get out back into the streets. The pandemic has shut things down, but we're ready to get things rolling again, and we're thankful that uh, people was able to get out. John 14, 1, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare place for you I will come again and receive you into myself that where I am there you may be also and whither I go you know in the way you know Thomas said to him Lord we know not whither thou goest and how can we know the way it's a very important question how can we know the way and Jesus saith unto him a very famous scripture no doubt if you've been familiar with church at all you've heard this many times I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Lord, bless tonight, every life, every heart. Help us, God, have enlightenment to what you want in our worlds and our life tonight, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, the following is a conversation um, from the Oprah Winfrey Show. I don't know how long ago this was, but... Oprah said, there are many paths to what you call God. An audience member said, there is one way and only one way, and that is through Jesus. Oprah replied with, there couldn't possibly be just one way. Oprah went on to say that there are millions of ways to be a human being and many paths to what you call God. Well, I'm a Christian who believes that there are certainly more paths to God other than Christianity. And I have to say that Oprah is absolutely right today. But unfortunately, all those other million ways leads to God's judgment. There's only one way to God. And... Only one way to avoid that judgment. And that is what Jesus said in the text today. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm going to talk about the way tonight. Just simply the way. Um, there's no song in the apostolic Pentecostal ranks that says, One, 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 one way to God. One, 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 one way to God. One, 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 one way to God, baptized in Jesus' name. 
This text today says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes into the Father but by me. The way. I, I do not want to take anything for granted living in this time that we're living in right now. We are living, Sister Chastity, in a very, very close time to the coming of Jesus. And I believe that with all my heart. Some may say we've been hearing that for years, preacher, but we have not been hearing it with everything that we're seeing unfold right now. We can read the book of Revelations, but today you can just see it. You can see it unfolding. You can see it unfolding in the uh, times that we see right now. Um, you can see the book of Revelations if you're on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, or if you watch news stations or whatever. You can just walk out in this world and you can see it absolutely unfolding in front of us. And some may be thinking tonight, um, Pastor, why are you talking about such a simple message today? The answer is simply this tonight. I would dare say that at least 100, if not more than that, call me pastor, or at least this church, their home church. If they all showed up that called me pastor or called this church Harvest House or church, we could not sit in this building very comfortable, at least not by Andy's standards anyway. If you look around tonight, you can see that all those people are not here. And if I really thought, and, and most of these people, if we spoke to them, Brother Eddie, they would tell you, I believe that Jesus is the way. I believe there is no other way to God except for Jesus. And by large, I think that most anybody that, no matter what flavor or denomination you want to call them, uh, they would say that Jesus is the way. That Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. Um, I believe that most people would tell you that. But the thing that bothers me is the fact that when we have church services, or we have functions, or we have different things, people doesn't show up. And I am friends with these people on Facebook, most, most of them. And their Facebook post bothers me sometimes. Matter of fact, that's why I'm, I'm here tonight is the fact that I believe that Jesus is the way. I believe that Jesus is the truth. I believe that there is no other life outside of living inside of Jesus. I believe that with all my heart. And so I, I'm, I'm saying this tonight to us so that we know what the way is. Because to be honest with you, there's, there's a lot of ways seemingly out there but if Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, anything outside of that is not the way. It's not the truth. It is not the life. Carmen, the late Carmen, just passed away this year. Ever heard of Carmen, the Christian uh, rap singer from years gone past? He's very mild nowadays, I guess. But uh, his song, Jesus is the way, he said it. Make it easy, make it plain. Jesus is the way. Simple yes to understand, Jesus is the way. Put the word deep in their heart. Jesus is the way. When they grow, they won't depart. Jesus is the way. He's the Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. The Everlasting Father. He's the Healer and Provider. Deliverer and Daystar. Savior and Messiah. 
He's the only one of glory, the author of salvation, creator, the almighty. He's a teacher of the lessons, the answer to the question. He's all you ever need. The message paraphrase puts John 14, 6 this way. He said, I am the road, also the truth, also the life. Now we say the way, but Jesus said it this way. He said, I'm the road. The only way you're going to get to the Father, the only way you're going to get to heaven, is you're going to have to go down my road. Jesus is the road to salvation. But here is the issue that I think that we have found in this time that we're living in today. This current generation has watered down Jesus and the commitment he has asked of us. They have watered it down. There's there's a simpler way. There's an easier way. There's a path that, that seems like it's, I mean, that's obvious. I talked about probably over 100 people that would call me, uh, call me pastor or this church, their church, and, and they're not in another church somewhere tonight. And this current, current generation has just watered this down to where it's a little bit easier. It, it's not, it, you, it doesn't take that much. And it's, of course, we see this as just prophetically speaking. It, it, it's happening. It's just, uh, uh, we see that unless there be a great falling away, we're seeing that. But we're also going to have a, a great revival. And the thing that scares me, Brother Eddie, is we're going to see people that has been in church all their life think, you know what? Jesus may not be the way. Maybe I don't need all that in my life. Maybe I don't have to pray. Maybe I don't have to read. Maybe I don't have to commit to a church. And and maybe I don't have to do all that. And we're going to see people walk off the streets that don't know anything about it, and they're looking for somebody to deliver them from drugs and alcohol. They're looking for somebody to deliver them uh, from the uh, the lifestyles that they've been living that's just destroying their life. And when people, they're not careful, people like that's going to walk in the house of God, and they're going to find their way and other people's going to be lost because he is the way there is no other way he is the way Jesus said in Matthew 7 and 13 and 14 he said enter you into the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many there be with that go thereat he said because straight is the gate and Narrow is the way that leadeth into life, and few be that find it. Just because everyone is going in a certain way doesn't make it right. Just because we have a lot of our generation today that says that that, uh, uh, abortion is okay still doesn't make it right. Just because our generation is embracing uh, uh, these alternate lifestyles that we see today doesn't make it right. If the Bible says it's wrong, it's still wrong. If Jesus spoke against it, it is wrong. And we need to look for that straight path. Jesus said in the text uh, that uh, he was going to go to prepare a place for us, right? And we've got to look for that way and not be distracted from that way. He said, I'm going to go to prepare a place for you. And, and basically, just letting you know, I'm going to go get this place prepared for you. And if you're going to find it, I mean, Thomas stepped back and said, okay, Lord, but we don't know what you're talking about. We don't know where you're going. How do we know that way? And Jesus gives him the answer. He said, I am the way. I'm the truth. I'm the light. 
No other way you're going to find your way to this place that I'm preparing except by me. You see, Exodus 23 and 20, the Lord said to Moses, He said, Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way, to bring thee in the place which I have prepared. He let them know, I've got a place that I'm preparing for you, and I'm going to send an angel before you to keep you in the way. All right? In our modern time, God has given every church an angel. Again, I just, I've been talking like this some. This is uncomfortable for me as a pastor-wise, but, but every, God's given every church an angel or a messenger, if you please, because the New Testament uh, to the church, the angel of the church of Ephesus, so forth, so on, the seven churches, that angel, that word angel uh, translated into messenger or basically a pastor. God has given churches pastors. And nowadays, people think that a pastor is uh, the, which preaches the Word. Now, if you don't preach the Word, it's a whole different story. But, Brother Eddie, if we're going to find our way, and I'm thankful that last week my pastor was here. <laughs> and we went out and eat one day, and uh, um, me and Jake and Jimmy and him, and, and uh, he was going to tell me something. He kind of paused, and he ended up saying, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> he said, I need to give you the bishop talk. <laughs> and he did. He talked straight to me about some things. We need that in our life. Why? We need people in our life that help us, just like this scripture that I just read, that keep us in the way that will bring us to the place which he's prepared. We can't do this by ourselves. We don't have to do this by ourselves. We need a church in our life. We need an assembly in our life. We need pastors. We need elders in our life. Because if we're not careful, when we stop letting the messenger of the gospel of Jesus that God has placed in our lives, We'll stray from the way. Because if we don't have something there to remind us of what way to go, then we may go anywhere. And we need to understand that there, there's road signs out here, right? If you want to get somewhere nowadays, I know we just say, hey, Siri, take me home. Whatever flavor uh, phone you have. Take me home. What do we do without those, right? In the old days, we'd pull out them out, and we'd look for the road signs, and we'd, we'd let something guide us to where we need to be. People has forgotten what the road map is all about, and we need the road map because if we're going to make it to where we need to be, this way that I'm talking about, we need somebody to show us the way. Because when we don't have that in our life, this is what happened. Exodus 32, verse 7 and 8. And the Lord said to Moses, now Mo Moses is up on the mountain, God's giving him the Ten Commandments, and, and this is where we're at. God said to Moses, Go get thee down, for the people which thou brought us out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. You take the pastor out of their life for 40 days, and all of a sudden, they, everybody gets all their gold together and just throws it out, and all of a sudden, there's a, a, a golden calf that pops up, right? We need the church. We need the church to help us in our way. Because I want to tell you what, when, when we had COVID and we wasn't able to get in the house of God, I was ready to be back in church because I missed my family. And it's easy. And, and we've seen a lot of people, what they do? They turned away from God. They turned away from the way. You see, here's the problem, though. His ways are not always easy. But Jesus' way is the only way to get to heaven. And that's why a... a, uh, a television uh, 
whatever show, whatever we want to call Oprah's show, what kind of show is it? Help me out. Talk show, whatever it is, can, can easily say, well, there's a lot of different ways because it makes it easier. But the truth of the matter is, folks, that not everybody's going to go to heaven. Some people are going to go to hell. And there literally is a, there is a place called hell, and there is a place that's called heaven. And God's ways are not always easy. But Jesus is the way, the only way to get to heaven. Psalms 18 and 30 says, And as for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust Him. If we can trust in Him, His ways are the best ways to go. It doesn't make life perfect. It doesn't fix all your problems. When we come, we start following His way, the only way, Jesus' way. We think life is going to get easier, but it don't always get easier. A lot of times it gets harder. Because then you've got an, ad, an adversary that's fighting against you. But regardless of the fact, he's still the way to make heaven your home. Amen. Living for him is still the way to make heaven our home. Psalms 37, 4 and 5 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And the next verse is very important to our life. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. The problem is, yes, Jesus is the way, but we have our way. We want it our way. This ain't Burger King, honey. This is the church. And God's got this complex. He believes he's God. And he really is. And it's his way. But his ways are not grievous. It's not complicated to the spiritual man. It's complicated to our flesh. Our flesh don't like it. And we don't like to commit our way to his way. We don't like to yield our way to his way. Because I promise you, it'd been easier to stay home tonight. I'm tired. been working a lot of hours at work. It'd been easier to stay home, right? Looks like we're going to start working six days a week. Sunday, it'd be easy. Been Brother Texas, let's just go fishing, right? But instead, Brother Texas is going to preach here Sunday, right? <laughs> yeah, man. But your flesh, your way wants to go fishing. But that's why we got to commit our way to God. Because, see, we, we want to read Psalms 37, 4. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of our heart. All I got to do is just delight in God, and he'll give me, he'll give me the desires of my heart. But you know what? We, we leave out that next verse where it says, Commit your way into the Lord. And trust in him. Then he'll bring it to pass. Because it's committing our ways to him. That makes this way easier. Because it's not always easy. Now living for God is a great life. I'm just not. I'm not telling you it's all bad. Living for God is a great life. But it's, easy. it's not easy. It is hard. It is a hard way. Jesus said some hard things. Matter of fact I did, thought about writing them. But didn't. But in John I think chapter 6. Jesus had all these people following him wherever he went and everything. And all of a sudden, Jesus went into some hard teaching with them. Saying, look, I'm the bread of life. You've got to eat me, basically. Say, you partake me in my life. And people, they said, that's a hard saying. And the Bible says a lot of people didn't follow him no more. Because a lot of the sayings of Jesus is not necessarily easy. Psalm 37 and 34 says, wait on the Lord and keep his way. And he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. 
We need to wait on the Lord and keep his way. It's not always easy. But I want to tell you what, the ways of the wicked is not easy either. Psalms 1 and 6 said, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. There's people right now that think they got life under control, walking in their way. But Sister Penny, there is going to be a reckoning someday. God is a gentleman. He'll let us walk in our ways. He won't come slap you and say, stop doing that. He's not going to beat your door down. Revelations uh, chapter 3 says, behold, Jesus, I stand at the door and knock. He's just going to knock on the door and invite us to walk his way. But if we want to do our way, do our thing, we can do our thing. But Jesus is the only way. And we must be willing to embrace him for who he really is. And when we start living and doing our own thing, going our own way of life, it gets hard. It's hard living for God sometimes. But I'm going to tell you what, it's a lot harder living for the devil. Amen. Seen a guy today, I, I went in to get my boat tags on my boat, and I seen a guy that I went to school with. He's actually about four years younger than me because he was a freshman when I was a senior. I didn't realize who he was. He turned around and I thought, man, he looks a lot older than me. He's about four years younger than me. I don't go to church any of the best of my knowledge. You can tell that he's lived a hard life. Because, let me tell you what, Proverbs 13 and 15 says, Good understanding give the favor, but the way of the transgressor, that's the sinner, that's hard. That's the person that goes their own way, does their own thing. And Brother Texas, we can't do our own thing, go our own way. Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And the Bible says in Proverbs 21 and 16, the man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. When we wander out of the way of understanding of who and what God is, we're going to live in a dead place in our life. And I don't want to live in that way. Because Proverbs 10, 29 says, the way of the Lord is strength to the upright. If we live in this way, I'm, I'm telling you that their strength comes our life. He'll give us enduring power. We may not understand everything. We may not be able to comprehend everything. But when He is the way and we walk in His ways, listen, I'm not telling you His ways is an easy way, but it is the only way. But the problem is so many times why people don't want to walk in this way because walking in Jesus' way can be discouraging sometimes. Because the children of Israel was walking to the promised land. And Numbers 21 and 4 said they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom. And the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. Walking in his ways can be discouraging to us at times because his ways goes against our flesh. Goes against our ways. It goes against our desire. The book of Mark, chapter 10, a man comes to Jesus and said, Tell me what I need to do that I can inherit eternal life. Tell me what I can do. And Jesus, in a nutshell, just began to go through the Ten Commandments and said, Keep these commandments. And this man said, I've done all that all my life. And then Jesus puts his way to the man in perspective that we all don't necessarily like. 
Because you know, nowadays it's a little hard. People have a hard time keeping the Ten Commandments at times. But in general, you would think the Ten Commandments would be some of the easiest things to keep. Don't steal, kill, you know, keep the Sabbath day. Don't lie, don't commit adultery and all this stuff. Make God number one in your life. We, we think that'd be easy. Well, this guy had done all that. But the real problem was a little farther than that because Jesus' way demands more than just that. Because he looked at the man in Mark 10, 21, and said, Jesus, beholding him, loved him, and said to him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give it to the poor, and thou shalt have treasures in heaven. Come, take up the cross, and follow me. The only way to follow Jesus' way is by taking up our cross. And this is why we don't always like Jesus being the way in our life. This is why everybody don't embrace the fact that Jesus is the way. That cross-packing can get discouraging sometimes. Especially when we live too much in our flesh. And we don't like that. And that can, that's why we got to pray. That's why we got to read our Bible. That's why we need to come to the house of God. That's why people are not here today. Yes, they believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There's these people that call me pastor and they call this their church. They believe in the fact that the new birth is important. They believe the fact that Jesus said, he said, except the man be born again of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. They, these people understand that. That means, you know, we need to repent. We need to be baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. He'll fill us with the spirit. And, and, and people understand this, but it it's, goes beyond that. Just keeping them rules or regulations. You know, I know church is not all about rules, but it is about packing a cross. And Brother Eddie, we can't forget that there is a cross for every one of us to pack. And that cross can be discouraging sometimes. And this is why people don't always like the ways of God. The way that I'm talking about tonight. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. How did he show us that he was that way, the truth, and life? He bore that cross. He put that cross on his back. He walked down through there. And he went to that cross. And he gave his life for us willingly, praise the Lord. He packed that cross for us. And he was crucified. I'm thankful that he just didn't die on the cross. I'm thankful that they just didn't bury him. But he did come back to life. That gives us uh, hope of eternal life. But in this process of walking this way with God... This cross-packing gets kind of hard sometimes. But I tell you today, it's going to be worth it. Because he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Can you imagine the place, Sister Chastity, that he is preparing for us? But Eddie, I cannot even imagine what heaven is going to be like. Praise the Lord. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to be worth it at any cost that we have. Because this way, not everybody wants it. But somebody does. The truth of the matter is Proverbs said it very well. He said, Proverbs, uh, the writer of Proverbs said in 14 and 12, he said, there's a way which seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Now, there's a way that may seem right to all of us. But we've got to be careful with that because that way will lead to death. And Brother Eddie, we're too close to the end to chance this. Uh, I, I will have to agree with, with Oprah. There are millions of ways to God. 
But there's only one way to bypass his judgment. There's all kinds of ways to God. I mean, honestly, the murderer, that's a pathway to God. But there's judgment waiting. The adulterer, the fornicator, the half-hearted, all these people. Yes, that's a way to God. Oh, the ones who, who are, are serving Buddha and, and uh, Muhammad and all the other gods that they claim that's out there. Yes, that's a pathway to God. The one true God. But that's a pathway to judgment. But when we pick up the cross that he's given us, the cross to bear, you know what this cross is that we're, we're packing? It's nothing more than the gospel. When we pack this cross, we pack it every day, and we realize I am a representation of this gospel of Jesus. I need to represent him very well. We all have a sacrifice in our life that we have to do. And that sacrifice is to say, you know what? My flesh would have rather stayed home and took a nap this evening. But I'm going to go to the house of God. And I'm thankful that you did today. And our, our flesh would say, you know what? I'd rather sleep all day and not pray. I'd rather scroll Facebook all day long and not read my Bible. But you know what? Our cross that we're packing says, you know what? He went to Calvary and shed his blood for me. But the way that he's preparing for me. I need to take time in the Word. I need to take time reading my Bible. I need to take time uh, praying and getting closer to God. I need to take time with sharing the gospel with somebody else. This is the way that we need to take. It's a way that's not popular nowadays, uh, obviously, or we'd have a house full. or We'd have all kinds of different things like that, but that's beside the point, and I'm glad that you're here tonight. But there is a way which seemed right to man, but I want His way. His way. I want His way. The book of Jude, we find that there are three prevailing spirits that we're going to see in this end time. It says Jude 1, 10, well it's just one chapter, verses 10 and 11 says, But these speak evil of those things which they know not. But what they know naturally as brute beasts in those things, they corrupt themselves. It's a woe unto them, for they've gone after the way of Cain. They ran greedily after the heir of Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsaying of Korah. This is the three prevailing spirits against the church in our time. Balaam was sold out for money. Korah, he just wanted to do his own thing. He'd come up against the man of God. But the way of Cain is a totally different way. And this is the one we see so much in our generation right now. The way of Cain. Why? What was the big deal about Cain? Well, most anybody would know who Cain is. Cain um, slew his brother Abel. They were the children of Adam and Eve, the first people on this earth that the Lord created. But what was the big deal about Cain? What did Cain do? The Bible says in Genesis 4 and 3, and in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. If we're going to let Jesus be the way in our lives, we can't let the error of Cain, his way, get in our lives. Because the error of, uh, of, of Cain, what was that error? What way of Cain that we don't need in our life? Well, some can say the fact that, you know, he didn't bring a blood sacrifice like his brother Abel did. And yes, I do believe that's part of the truth. But I really feel the greatest thing that the heir of Cain was 
is that verse 3 of Genesis that I just read. And in the process of time, Cain thought that he had all the time in the world. He thought, you know what? I'll just, I'll just fool around. I'll, I'll just scroll Facebook for a little while and I'll read my Bible later. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll pray a little bit later today. I miss church this Thursday, so maybe I can make it Sunday. And in the process of time, eventually Cain got there. And I, I fear that's what's going on right now, Brother Eddie. The process of time is getting people. They're, they're putting God on the back burner. They're putting God at a much lower level in their life. God is not uh, no more number one. He's not even number two. And a lot of times he's not even three and four in people's lives. He's became the process of time. And there is no sacrifice. Because I will be honest with you today. If you are going to follow Jesus as being the way, the truth, and the life, there has to be a certain amount of sacrifice in your life because we have a cross to pack. And we put that cross on our back. We can't just wait and, and just say, you know what, I'm going to lay my cross down. I'm going to go into town today. I don't need my cross. No, we need to put that cross on our back no matter where we go and pack the gospel everywhere that we go because that's what we're representing when we have that cross in our life. It is a sacrifice to live for God, but it's going to be worth it at any cost to make heaven our home. This time that we have on this earth, I am 50 years old, and the Lord allows, uh, He doesn't come back. I guess I have a promise of, what, 70 years? But the truth of the matter, Brother Eddie, I've said it so much. I'm on the downward trend. Though I have less of my life, most likely left, than I do of what I have lived. And I don't have time to play games no more. I don't have time to fool around. And neither does anybody else in this world. Time is running out. And we don't have that process of time anymore in our life. And we can't be like Cain and just says, you know what? I'll get there. I'll get to the sacrifice sooner or later. And I'll bring whatever I can get. Oh, I'll get these, I'll get these uh, uh, tomatoes and cucumbers. Maybe the Lord will be satisfied with that. When the whole fact of the matter is Cain knew what the Lord expected. And we got to know what's he expecting in our life. We got to know that he is the way. He is the truth. There is no other truth. He is the life. Amen. Corbin's helping me preach. He's the way. I just, I got that on my mind this week. You know, that's the thing. I never know who's going to be here on Thursday night. I have no idea. So I don't custom make anything like this for anybody. I just, I just feel like telling us, we got to understand, Sister Penny, this is it, honey. This is the way. If you're going to get to heaven, it's going to go through Jesus. And just, just professing, I'm a Christian. It's not going to do it. Is he, does the scriptures not say that there will be some that will stand before him and say, Lord, did we not cast out devils in your name? Did we not do all this stuff in your name? And him look at them and say, depart from me. I never knew you. No matter what your theory of uh, the end time tribulation is, whether you believe that the Lord's coming back before the tribulation, middle of the tribulation, or after the tribulation. Um, he's coming back. All right? And I don't know what you're thinking, your, your thoughts are on um, Tim LaHaye and Jenkins' books that they, they have, the, the uh, 
the Left Behind series, but you know, no doubt you may have you've seen the movies on it, but uh, my kids has read the books. And today I finished up the audio book of the very first one of the Left Behind series. And listening to it, Sister Penny, in the story, there's one guy that he was an associate pastor of some sort in the church and got left behind. I don't know. If I'm voting, I'm hoping that God's going to come back before the tribulation. I do. I can't tell you what I really feel. I've always leaned more that we're going to go through some of this stuff. I hope he comes back before the tribulation. I do. But to hear the guy as he spoke, realizing that his wife and his kids, and there are their clothes where they were gone. But they is it going to be worth that to us? When we think that we can have live for God in the way of Cain, where we can just, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do my ministry soon enough. I'll serve God fully soon enough. I'll give God my everything soon enough. And then he does come back. And you go text pastor or mom or daddy, whoever you know is a real Christian or whatever, and, and they're gone. And you've missed it. Texas, could you imagine that, bud? You wake up, or right in front of your eyes, Bethany and Corbin has taken away your standing there. And you missed it. That's a scary thought. And the truth of the matter is, if he is the way, if he is the truth, and he is the life, I want to know what that way really is. And I don't want to take it for granted, Brother David. I don't want to take it for granted because Jesus is coming back really soon. If Bethany come, I'm, I'm going to close this. And I just felt like telling somebody that he is the way. Despite what everybody in this world is saying, Hollywood and all this stuff right now might be saying, you don't take all of that. You don't have to go to church all the time. You don't have to pray. You don't have to be so dedicated. You don't. But what if I do? What if I do need to commit my life? I don't want to have the error of Cain in my way. To where the process of time. I say, but Eddie, I'll, God's given me some visions for my life. I say, okay. One of these days that'll happen. But what if he comes and I miss it? I don't want the process of time to get me like it did Cain. Because he is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. John 10 and 10, the thief came to accept the seal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, but I come to give you life. People just embrace it. I want life. I want. I want my. I want to be delivered from addiction. I want to be delivered. I want to be healed and all this. But what about life more abundant? Can we be not just satisfied with life? The fact that it gives us. Can we have life more abundantly? We can walk in His ways. The Bible says that a man can walk, and I don't have the scripture reference in front of him. I'm so sorry. This is probably a paraphrased version of it. But he said a man can walk in such a way that even his enemies will be at peace with him. We don't always understand him. The word says his ways are above our ways. 
always understand. God, why'd you take that one from here? Why, why do you ask me to do that? Why, why did this happen to you? It doesn't matter. What it matters is as long as I walk in His way. As long as I make Him Lord of my life. Because He is the way. He is the truth. In His life. Because here's the thing. When we really realize that He is the way, we understand it's not about this temporal life. We, we just repaint it. Trying to be more modern. We've got the purple up here and all that. Yeah, it looks good. Good. No walls about to fall on the roof and all that. That's the design. It's not about this life. It's about eternity. And when he told them in John 14, 1, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, that you may go also. Thomas said, okay, I understand all that, but I don't know how we'll get there. to do it our way and we get tired and we get weary but I promise you we'll begin to pack the cross of Calvary the gospel that's his burden it's not heavy it's light because the eternal reward of what he has is great so let's talk to the Lord and let's pray that God would help us find our way in the way the children of our church will help find their way let's talk to Jesus I can't contain, can't control, I want more.